You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. We welcome you. Welcome back to Godzilla vs. Podcast Zero. I'm George. I'm Haley. We've got an exciting old school episode for you. It's an animated series. Yeah. It's the Hanna-Barbera Godzilla from 1978. Yes, 1978. And this was chosen by our terrific guest, uh, a comedian, a great writer, Mark Wooten. Hi. Hi, everyone. Mark. Welcome to the show. And Mark, uh, so since this is a Saturday morning when we're recording, yes. we got up to watch Saturday morning cartoons. And In Mark our PJs. <laughs> very generously brought us some cereal. And yeah. Fruit Loops so and milk, yeah. We've got Fruit Loops and milk while we talk about this. So. Yeah, so we're literally eating cereal while we're watching Saturday morning cartoons. The least healthy cereal Yeah, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Um, crunch. Yeah, Haley, we're, we were just talking right before we started recording about how this cannot be a part of a balanced breakfast. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be food. I this know. is like on the on on like the most generous like food pyramid nowhere near nowhere near and i remember being a kid and thinking like when they'd say part of a balanced breakfast they'd always show the full balance the full Mm -hmm. breakfast yeah and you're like a shit ton of food it's so much food and i remember being a kid and being like am i supposed to eat that much for breakfast it's like no that's how they skated it past like the fda and stuff because Uh there was eggs in the picture there was like other things eating three full bananas (laughs) A tall glass of orange juice. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, like we have no nutrition in this cereal. Like, is this really part of that balanced breakfast? Is that balanced? It's a slice of it. A very narrow Just to meet the standard, they're just like adding like kale. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all in there. But I used to think like, wow, like there was one point where I was like, are my parents like mm-hmm. not giving me a balanced am breakfast? Ne- yeah, am I being neglected here? <laughs> yeah, it might be, yeah. and and it's true. They definitely were not giving me a balanced. <laughs> yeah, breakfast. I did not get a balanced. <laughs> I've never gotten a balanced breakfast until I went to like a hotel one time, and they were like, "Oh, we got breakfast downstairs. It's included." I go down, and I was like, "Oh, this is a balanced breakfast." Oh, this Looks is like, yeah. eggs, like energy for like yeah. the rest of the day, not just like getting me through my first class, and then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crashing hard. Yeah, um, yeah so. This was this was a blast from the past. Looking oh, yeah. at this old Hanna Barbera cartoon. So, how did you first come across? Did you watch this as a kid, or did yes. you? Yes. Um, first of all, it, okay. So, I thought this cartoon was a lot older than what it was. I thought it was made in the sixties. Uh, sadly, this cartoon in nineteen seventy eight. I'm older than this cartoon. What? I yes, I am older than the Godzilla, the Hanna Barbera Godzilla. Well, cartoon. you look so young. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, definitely, like, yeah, definitely. Watch younger. a lot of cartoons. Definitely <laughs> younger than the Hanna Barbera. Yeah. I was thinking that when you walked in, I'm like that guy is younger than the Hanna Barbera cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to watch this at my grandmother's house, at, like a Saturday morning, and uh, a ton of like other Hanna Barbera cartoons, and and I was like, this was my first introduction to Godzilla. Honestly, yeah. Like oh, I was really? Maybe so like this was six, wow. Seven years old. Yeah. This was your entry point. Yeah. Well, a, a rather husky, like a very uh, uh, <laughs> low center of gravity. Leggy. He's very he leggy. A very he's a leggy. bowling he's got pin. Some haunches. He has, yeah. a, he has a nice chest, I think. He yeah. does. He's he has very a, defined. He has a pear shape. He's a pear shape <laughs> in this for sure. Like he's rather large on the bottom. He's got a big booty. He's a thick boy. Thick boy. Uh, he's yeah, he's thick very boy. He's a he's... thick boy. He's got those thighs. You know, like he. I would love. Look, can I be honest? 
Go for I it. would love to see Godzilla clap. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Make that booty clap, I want to see those cheeks clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There it is. That's where the dollar bills come raining down. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> oh, those are all sorts of clap. clap. Yeah. yeah. This was a butt clap. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, boy. That's a juicy one. Um. <laughs> well, this... So, it's a really interesting... Uh, it's a very interesting takeoff on the Godzilla series. It was... Yeah, 1978, Hanna-Barbera. So it's right after the very silly 60s and 70s uh, reinvention. Whimsical decades. Whimsical decades of Godzilla, where we've seen Son of Godzilla. That was where the the sea monster, we had Megalon in the mix. I mean, so some real wild Godzilla ones where he's like like in Megalon where he waves at people. Mm-hmm. Like there's definitely, this is clearly like, a, this was sprung from that. Yeah. Now, yeah. Is, is Godzuki a part of Godzilla at all outside of this cartoon? No, because there's Manila, his son. Yeah. But then Godzuki's his nephew. Okay. So Godzuki was, I think, it created exclusively uh, for this for this I, I have a, I have here a the origin of Godzuki it's we gotta sell toys <laughs> that's, yep. that's all it fucking like I saw so I was uh, can I I'm gonna play the theme song to this yes please let do. me let me know like listen for when you realize that that uh, that epiphany the executives had in the in the boardroom where it's like well okay, we gotta sell toys uh, here's the theme song from the depths <laughs> I just fully expected like the Greek dude just to come out and fly out your order. Godzuki, the kinder, gentler Godzilla. Yeah. And Godzuki. Like, that was so ridiculous. I was like, because I, so I, here's my, this is, I had never seen this. Like, I've, most, I think everything that we've covered so far, I had at least seen once. I never watched this cartoon, ever. Yeah, I'd only seen yeah. clips. And uh, a while ago, when we were talking about Godzilla King of Monsters, um, one of our fans wrote in or, or tweeted at us and say, mm-hmm. saying that they may have done a little slight nod to the cartoon because they had that beacon that was able to... Yes, on Ki- oh, yeah. in, King of, the in King of the Monsters. Yeah, absolutely. Be- which they do in this series. They have like a little, um, basically like a, a beacon that they can press and Godzilla just like comes like this giant monster from the sea. And For any reason. Any reason. For any reason. Godzilla, traffic's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, literally, like, that's <laughs> like, what's going on? Wait, Godzilla, and it's constantly in both... So we watched the first two episodes of this and in both episodes there's like multiple times where i mean this boat is just going around the, the calico right and they're just every time they run into trouble there's no real solution that they can come up with they always go well what do we do there's only one solution to this God, I, that, I wrote that down I was like everything is an absolute it's like yeah. <laughs> the only way is to call Godzilla yeah. it's like it's like the milk is barely out of my reach how do I get it there's only one solution yeah. Godzilla the only way 
this so, <laughs> so I'll tell you guys what I thought over the about the series overall. This this had that weird um trope from like the 60s and 70s where every cartoon was like, you know, you had like four or five straight characters like Scooby-Doo, you had the mystery team and then you had d- bumbling dumb fuck Scooby who was always getting in hijinks and when wild and then you know he he had his like shaggy partner. So it was very much in that mold because you had Pete, the blonde kid, an who, idiot. Yeah. Well, he was <laughs> no, Pete was Pete was like the the uh the asshole of the series. Like he was such a bitch this entire time. I I brought yeah. in a supercut of Pete just yelling at Godzuki. Oh my god, play it. This is okay, listen to this. This is just from one episode. Listen to how many times he berates and yells god. at Godzuki. Here it is. Godzuki, where are you? Now get up on deck. No more hide and seek, okay? You're slowing us down. Take to the air, fella. Come on, Zuki! You gotta keep up with us! No, Godzuki, you can't go! Godzuki, come back! Hold on, Godzuki! Godzuki, come back! Godzuki, watch <laughs> out! No, Godzuki, no! You're coming in too fast! Slow down! Aw, oh, Zuki, are you ever gonna learn? You know I have to punish you! You can't come back on the boat! No, you can't come aboard! Like this, like, this is one episode. Yeah, it's one yeah, episode. One, <laughs> this is I. You know what? I can't wait till God Godzuki grows up and just flames that. Yeah, guy. it's gonna fucking snap. It's like I'm a fucking dinosaur. What do you got? Do you don't tell me what to do? I tell like, you what you what to do. Yeah, that's right. Fucking follow me, asshole. Also, I'm a dinosaur of varying sizes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his his size is never consistent. What Same scale? with Godzilla. Yeah. yeah, the scale on this. I love watching this. It's like such a classic Hanna-Barbera thing where it's like very confusing backgrounds constant jumping of the 180 and no idea of scale yeah. it's just like Ugh. oh they had to get this shit it was like a it was a, a mill they're like yep. okay screw it we're just gonna put a green background on this solid green you know yep. okay Godzilla like he lifts up the boat sometimes the boat is like half the size of his mm-hmm. body and other times fits like cradles in his in hand, his hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny and also i love that um just just uh before we jump in uh Godzuki, godzilla this is from wikizilla they say godzilla is said to be godzuki's uncle however this relationship is never elaborated upon and there is no <laughs> indication that godzilla himself has any siblings <laughs> i thought maybe yeah I, I felt like maybe he was like his nephew or his cousin or something on his mother's side like it could be i mean but then who's godzilla's the brother or sister yeah the, the Zuki- zillas and the zookies the zillas the and the zookies they're like all little and dumb <laughs> from south like, japan the bat <laughs> also pete the blonde kid somehow has a an ability to understand godzuki and mm-hmm. this they they just acknowledge it with one sentence in the first episode he's like yeah. you understand him and he goes well i just can read his mind basically and he's, it's like well <laughs> that's you know, it we're not gonna elaborate on this telepathic ability this fucking dumb shit abusive kid has like yeah, <laughs> well, they also live in a world where a a giant 30 story like dinosaur 30 to 100 stories out of the water so it's like there's a lot that i would probably accept i was like well that that just happened so i guess this mf can read dinosaurs minds that's true and also what is the purpose i'm eating my cereal what what is the purpose of this boat what are they doing it's it's like their mystery mobile i think it's like how they get around they're always going to like harbors but for why 
What are they doing? Are they selling things? Are they like mm. boats usually have a purpose, like a crew and it's science. <laughs> there's a science. Yeah. He's it's like, yeah. there's a part it's where science. he says, he goes to the one, he goes, boy, can't wait for you to present this at your science conference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much. yeah. But I, I'm, I'm all on board for this because I'm just going to say hashtag representation. Fucking Brock is yeah, the Brock. Man. Cool as hell. It's like, there's no like little a jazzy bass riff when he comes on yeah. speaking in rhymes <laughs> this dude is like on the controls like reading like the the the, the panels and the readings and stuff i was like man yeah brock is this really dude, cool brock. educated brother yeah went to morehouse college and they gave brock credit too because there was a there was a scene actually we're watching right now it's on the screen where they're flying over volcano uh-huh. and they're in a helicopter and she she turns to him and she says brock this is a really good idea we we got a bird's eye view oh, yeah yeah and, like, and it was he's, like he's smart yeah it was like well yeah, hbc you him, brock you gave him credit it wasn't like <laughs> it didn't feel like it was like wedged in there for some no, social issue it was just cool like a dude. character who's part of the scene he's and actually, it was no big that's deal. what i loved he was just the dude he was just like a uh, science guy yeah. yeah he was which is funny because in the in the 1998 series i think uh what's his face was it jerry or something that guy, the black guy in the 1998 series is a little bit more like hey what's up i'm a black guy <laughs> that like, was all over the place on yeah. cartoons yeah like that's... every like gi joe tra- like all of, you know like <laughs> what do you think what do you think which one do you think fucked it up the worst which out of all the cartoons you've seen oh my god well like just because i just thought of it um of gi joe yeah i mean you had roadblock he only spoke in rhymes <laughs> and I just, <laughs> it is, uh, like I swear there's wait, another guy Mark black people don't wait, wait, do, Ed, don't do that he's a black guy and he talks in rhymes yeah. he talks in rhymes <laughs> Jesus like, but that, that's what it felt like it was all, like every cartoon was like that it was oh, just like God. what's this guy's thing he's just like <laughs> oh, they, you, you know, you, they they like they pan to to like the black dude in the cartoon, and it's just like, bang, 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 and it's like, <laughs> come on, no. <laughs> All right, it's that it's cool, but uh, every time, every, it's like, time, hey guys, let's go talk to our, <laughs> let's go talk to our scientist. Ronald, who's ready to get funkalicious with some science? <laughs> <laughs> it was a time of very heavy-handed stereotypes. I remember I was it watching really the, was. a Johnny Quest episode along, like uh, from this era, and this this very much does feel like that Johnny Quest era because especially the the score, which is amazing in this. But in Johnny Quest, I remember watching this episode where uh, Professor Quest and Johnny were in Vietnam, and oh, no. Professor, <laughs> Professor <laughs> Quest opens the windows and he takes in a deep breath. And he goes. Ah, the Orient. It goes, so beautiful yet so sinister. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, they do like, in a lot of these, these, uh, ones for, for guys, for little boys, they like that there's only one female character, too. And she's, she's actually pretty good in this one, I thought, too. She's well represented. Yeah. Like, she's smart. She comes up with good ideas. And I was waiting for that to get undermined because in a lot of those old cartoons, also, they'd have one girl. Because my brother, I would watch, I have two big brothers. So it would be like, I'd watch what they would want to watch. And there would always be like one girl, and she'd be like, 
it was her thing was always she thought she was tough, but everything she tried was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> everything, every single thing she tried was wow. wrong, which also happens to G.I. Joe. Yeah, there, there's this one line though. Oh God, I wish I could like find it immediately. In, in GI Joe, you know, in in this one where it's like, uh, I think it was like the second episode, Earth Eater, and it was about the scientific training. Yeah, I brought it in. Here it is. Oh. Here it is. So we in the second episode, <laughs> we have an Earth Eater monster yeah. and, that leaves these big tunnels everywhere, yeah. and they go inside one of the tunnels, and he asks her like, "What do you think caused this?" Yeah. Well, here's here's what she says. What to make a tunnel this big? My scientific training tells me. <laughs> I was like, look, first of all, she was right. Like, she, she, she's, she's giving them, like, the straight scoop. I'm a scientist. Oh, yeah, this is... Nothing has prepared me for these, these tunnels. <laughs> no, By the way, those no. tunnels look like a colon. Yeah. They look... Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, like, it really looked like like a colonoscopy or something. <laughs> Oh, well, man. good. So then they they represent Brockwell. They represent what is her name? Quinn. Quinn yeah. yeah, they represent Quinn. Well, um, <laughs> fuck GI Joe. <laughs> for, <laughs> the, the main... What do you do? You, what do you think did the best though out of a cartoon? Sorry, George. I mean, no, no. Go oh ahead. man, I don't. Do you know. think it's one like this is pretty good? But there's only one black guy, which leaves. I'm gonna have the God. Now I got to go through like the entire directory of all the cartoon knowledge. Scooby, Scooby had the whole Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. They were cool. Yeah, but they were a little functacular. But they, it was kind of accurate to the actual. Yeah, that's who they are. That's just who they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, oh, what's a what's a good cartoon? I, yeah, I'm like okay. racking my mind too. Yeah, all right. Well, when yeah. you think about it, let it let, oh, let us know because that's a really that's interesting. That's super interesting to me because I don't have obviously, obviously, I don't have the viewpoint on that. <laughs> so uh, I'm really interested. Yeah. But I love Brock in this. He's dope as hell, and so is Quinn. And the, the main, only, the main Pete guy sucks. Pete, yeah, the little blonde kid's a little piece of shit. Oh, you know what? I just little realized Drago too. Malfoy. It's Pete the Magic Co. Dragon. That's what this is. Oh looking, shit! That's, that's what, what it is. It's just fucking because I, I uh, saw Godzuki just now. He, he looks, looks like Draco like, Malfoy though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's evil. I think Pete's Satan. Yeah, and I think is, if you watch with that veil. It really carries a lot. <laughs> I wonder when when Pete and the Magic Dragon came out because uh, the sixties, I thought, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That came out in okay. Pete and the Magic. Oh my gosh, there was also because Pete was animated too. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the dragon was animated, <gasps> right? Oh, here it is. Oh, here it is. It's totally fucking Hanna Barbera trying to jump on that bad one because Pete's dragon came out in nineteen seventy seven. Oh shit! Oh, yes. we fucking oh, practice. You got, you got wait, that. George. Wait a minute. So practice wait, open. So which one? Oh, they yeah they yeah. jumped on the Pete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anna Barbera. They're just jumping that. on the Pete's Pete's dragon. That and they is quickly, what this is. That's all it is. I had that record. It was like a record in a book, and then you put the record on, and the beep will tell you where to turn the page. I was oh yeah. Like, yeah. And was then it was the a cartoon. That, Puff that, the magic dragon. Is that is it? it? No, I think it was like no, Pete's. Different. Pete's dragon. It was, it was ages ago, but okay. like, yeah, I was like all on top of that. I remember that he was in my generation running around with, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have I, the trailer for Pete's dragon. Here's, uh, here's it. It might, we might be able to hear some of the theme song from it. He's back. Walt Disney Productions. Invisible, impossible, troublesome, massive mischief. Pete's Dragon, a motion picture full of adventure. 
By the way, what a uh, this is such a cop out for animation when he's like, oh, and he's invisible sometimes. I can see them working it out, yeah, like just to stay under budget. Yeah, it, it, like, it, make him invisible. I've it done shows, it. it I've shows, written it. <laughs> yeah, and it shows the trailer too. It shows like you know some white picket fences being knocked over. It's like that invisible mischievous dragon <laughs> 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 saving a big bucks. Um, yeah, but this is very much and excitement. <laughs> yeah, he knocks over some guy invisibly. Evil Doctor Terminus and his helper Hobie. His helper Hobie. The sandwich. Mm. Yeah, this Hi, is probably like me. when Walt Disney was like on uh, kind of like in a lull. Coming off the high of all like Snow White and stuff, oh, and Hannibal yeah. Barrett's at the top of their power. They're like, look, Disney, fuck you. We're taking, we're taking Peach Dragon. He's ours now. This is <laughs> strong arm in the, right. the Disney guys. This is such a cheap way to make animation too. Like just, yeah. the, just live action <laughs> plus like one, you know, one cell of animation on top of it. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you're not doing anything with the scale, sure. Yeah. If you're doing, if you're like attempting to make it work, it's extremely difficult. Like mm. if you're attempting to make them like interact with the world, oh, it's yeah. really hard. Mm. But if they're doing like, yeah, what they're doing in that, where they're just like, <laughs> like I must go now. My planet needs me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's invisible too, huh? Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And there's some parts where he's just paralyzed. Mm. <laughs> 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 uh, he can speak telepathically. You don't have his mouth doesn't have to move. <laughs> uh, miracle of animation. <laughs> well, on that note, let's jump into this. So, uh, so on the first episode is called the Firebird. Mm. And uh, we we uh, were on uh, Pitkin, which is one of the Aleutian Islands. And there's these geologists, and they're like, uh, and this, "This is also like right away starting with starting with a great bang." Uh, one of the signs that a a volcano springs to life, and there's there's tremors and all this stuff. And the best is that in this nearby office, this geologist is like, hey, have you been checking the like the Richter scale? And the guy's like, why? Nothing ever happens here. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, this place is solid as a rock. And I'm like, then why are you guys even fucking up yeah, there? Like, yeah. what is this? Why do you even have the Richter They were just scale like, like, just sucking up that grant money. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll exactly. do some research in yeah, this just, place that doesn't have vol- uh, that doesn't volcanic have- activity. It's, it's Alaska. It's Alaska. Also, that's the other part. Then a volcano goes off and they're like, wait, a volcano but this is alaska and yeah. it's like yeah there's tons of volcanoes in alaska. Yeah. <laughs> like that's- but dude, this is alaska there's no sinners here this but is this- a good wholesome christian town <laughs> you know i will say i like that kind of uh ham-fisted one sentence explanation but it's alaska it's like yeah but there's lots of volcanoes here it's like yeah. well okay i guess we solved that uh, yeah, so. <laughs> he settled that one, and then in the biggest "I told you so" of the century, as soon as he's like, "Have you checked the Richter scale?" He's like, "No, nothing ever happens." And boom, Richter scale starts going off, and starts then going nuts. I would love a really prolonged like back and forth eye contact between the yeah. two, where he's just like, "You dumb fuck!" Slow zoom <laughs> in, yeah, that's <laughs> you stupid piece of shit. We should Whoa. recut yeah. these. Into- <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he just starts sweating. He's like, what's, yeah. going, what's going on, Bob? What like, toward me? <laughs> what now, fat boy? Yeah. <laughs> Anything going on with that Richter scale now, dipshit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, cut back down to the Richter scale. He's going nuts. Cut back to his face. He's and sweating. He's like, <laughs> I was wrong, okay? I was wrong. Oh, wrong again. Yeah, wrong again. <laughs> just like you were last night when we were playing Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so these two have a contentious relationship that we've built. Uh, yeah. So then there's a without like they're inside, I think. Right. And then they a, a giant reptilian bird that's kind of like uh, Rodan uh, bursts out of the crater and it roars as as we cycle heavily on animation. Yeah. They're like, it's going. The volcano's going. And it's just like the exact same three frames like and then he comes the, the three frames where he's like super gigantic and like yeah. uh, 200 feet tall and in the other frames where inside the volcano he's just like he's this- in a little puddle of lava yeah. I love how each of these everybody in this can like moderate their size yeah accordingly it's the best it's a, it's like the 1998 film yeah it's when he goes and burrows under yeah. fucking Madison Square Gardens and you're like but wait he was bigger than like the Empire State Building how the fuck is he burrowing under yeah. there? Like, His so eye big. is so big that they're like standing there. It's like three, uh, high, taller than three people, but then like a, a taxi cab fits comfortably in his mouth. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> so fucking weird. Um, also, I will say this the in terms of Hanna-Barbera animation, now there's like it's loved or hated. There's some things I remember from Hanna-Barbera cartoons and animation that thankfully didn't uh, translate here, although a lot did. Um, Hanna-Barbera tended to do this thing, speaking of like animation shortcuts, mm-hmm. whenever the characters ran like in Flintstones, Jetsons like they did this like scrambled they did cycling yeah yeah, it's just kind of like this rotating their legs like spinning around and it makes a sound effect too I think yeah like that right there it's a bongo bongo run yeah is that what it is I think they used a bongo yeah Mm. it made that bongo run sound effect I will say in this I don't think I saw any kind of bongo run animation no and you know what I think okay so Look, I grew up uh, watching a lot of Hanna-Barbera and I, and I felt like there were like two camps, right? There was like the Flintstones and Jetsons and then there was like the Herculoids and the like the hardcore stuff. Oh, I love okay. Herculoids. Like the, the, I don't even know what that is. There was like is. the dystopian side of Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. I always oh. divided them like the Hanna, yeah. the Hanna cartoons were like the Flintstones and Slapstick and then Barbera was like, you know what? In Thundar, the world has come to an end. <laughs> And now people are fighting for survival, yeah. and I feel like like uh, like Godzilla is in that camp. So he's yeah. like, no, cut it out with the with you know yeah, with the spinning wheel, right? Running like, thing. This, this yeah. shit's real. Yeah, this shit's real. Godzilla may be our friend. He smiles at us sometimes, <laughs> but it's fucking dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hercules. So there is a little bit of Hercules in this too. So Hercules was this really insane uh, cartoon where like one of the characters was I think a pterodactyl and. Uh, or something like that, and then another one was um, was uh, yeah. There was like this kind of rhino creature that could yeah. shoot like things Balls from out his, of his nose, his, his horn. horn. Yeah, and then uh, like this rock gorilla. Yeah, the and, rock monster. Oh, yeah, rock and then gorilla. the flying. I can't That's remember cool. the flying thing's name, but it could shoot like lasers. Or yeah, something. and between the three of them, basically you have three creatures. None of them can speak at all. No. So you just have yeah. like minutes of just screaming at each other. What? Where it's, yeah. That's in Herculoids? <laughs> yeah, in I Herculoids. was going to say, in this one, there was. Exactly. And that's yeah, what I was like. Was this, like... this had a nod to Herculoids in it because at some point, there was w- one of my favorite things in anything, uh, any kind of cartoon or animation is when two creatures can't talk and they're just screaming at each <laughs> other. Which is, there's like a, there's a large chunk in this first episode yeah. where he is screaming at the thund- at the firebird and because Godzuki tries to come in and help mm. and it doesn't work, but it needs 
needs to be happening while they're not fighting. So like they just take an extended amount of time to absolutely holler at each other yeah. until, that, until like his funny bit is done. And then they're like, resume fighting. Yeah. And, it, and it, they try to like break it up with the, you know, the crew of the Calico. Like, yeah, Godzilla, do this, blah, blah. But there's only like so much when the fight scene is like the last six minutes of the cartoon. Exactly. This is like, wow, they this is a really intense and prolonged fight. <laughs> Godzilla's making a lot of decisions in this fight. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. He's like so coming true. up with plans. It's like, dude. And so, so we have like the, after this whole geological thing goes bananas, then we see we meet our calico crew. Um, and so we have we have uh, we have idiot Pete, who, by the way, like just so you know what he looks like, he's like a classic seventies shithead. Um, <laughs> he's got like bell bottoms. Accurate. He's got like a blonde bob. Uh, that guy definitely like approaches his chin, uh, and and then Godzuki um is also thick with two C's and has little w- arm flaps like Varen, and he can f- kind of fly and soar almost like um like a a, a flying lizard like a, th- thing like, like a, a Pete's dragon like, a uh, Pete, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you will. he actually also looks a lot like the design of the little the flying iguanas in like season ten of The Simpsons where Bart is like tries. Like like he kills a mother bird by accident, and then he has to raise the eggs. Oh yeah, and then the the things that hatch are those lizards, and they yeah. can fly, and they have the little wing flaps. They look. He actually looks remarkably like that. So then we have Captain Carl. We have Captain Majors, which I thought was a great name, Captain yeah. Majors, who sounds precisely like Troy McClure. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it like, sounds like uh, sounds like Troy McClure. Looks like uh, young James Brolin. I thought. Yeah. Like I was like, oh wow! Like it looks like uh like Amityville uh era. Yeah, he does. He's got he's he's like you can smell the masculinity (laughs) coming out of his pores. I I love that name too, Captain Majors. Like, what do we name him? Uh, Captain General Admiral. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's why I like Captain Majors. I love it. And then we have and then we have Doctor Quinn Darian, who is who's the lady aforementioned, and first mate Brock. And Brock is Brock is cool and is a very good has great ideas as we said like the woman in the and the black eye are, are uh treated all right i thought and, you were gonna say dr quinn's last name was derriere dr quinn derriere okay we only watched the first two episodes <laughs> like uh, like episode five there's this one shot where she's like they're like cr- um <laughs> like laying prone and like looking at this monster and i was like damn quinn where was you hiding this little onion <laughs> <laughs> Quinn enters every room but first. <laughs> oh. yes. Hey, is that the guy in our live studio audience? Yeah. That's always take- By the way, we have a guy in the live studio audience that always takes his dick out. Oh, so yeah. you've heard them clapping. You've heard them cheering. Boner, yes. Boner Joe. Over Boner there. Joe. Boner yeah. Joe. But again, we don't pay these people, no. so we'll just take what we can get. And Boner Joe's become part of the family. <laughs> um, so then... They uh so Pete is berating Godzuki for uh, unknown reasons constantly and, constantly mm-hmm. and so then and Brock is like hey Captain Captain Majors uh there's some uh, unusual seismic activity nearby so then suddenly a giant tidal wave starts approaching them and then <laughs> and then this is our first our first moment where we go what do we do yeah. there's only one thing we can do and they hit the the little Godzilla radar thing yeah, yeah. And they summon Godzilla, and he's like, 
Ooh, and he scoops him up in his hand. <laughs> you can What's almost the science of that thing? Because it's like, <laughs> what does that thing do? Like, is it the noise that, like, yeah, I that's think it's summoning like sonar? Him? Like, it uh, be like uh, uh, yeah, I think that would make sense. Sonar. Because I, I, I was like, well, is he bound to their will? Like, is he under the control of? I mean, he has to be. If he's like such a, I mean, like to be. The thing is, is that Godzilla is such a little bitch in this series. Like, yeah. he's like, he's like, and I don't mean like a little petty bitch i mean like he is at their beck and call which yeah. godzilla never is that was upsetting so, yeah i that, didn't i didn't like that he was like tied to them like a pet yeah i didn't like yeah that. i didn't want him to be he, that. he was like um you know the way they use godzilla is the way they use a, a vacuum like you turn it on <laughs> you know you press the switch and it does what you want it to i think they have used godzilla as a vacuum at some point they because have. they can't do anything godzilla suck up the sea yeah. <laughs> oh, godzilla, i got some crumbs on my chest yeah. <laughs> the only way to get rid of these crumbs godzilla, godzilla the only way <laughs> guys you guys are abusing godzilla's powers oh uh, shut up says pete <laughs> um so yeah the, he like comes up and he he yeah he's like their pet both he and Godzuki are, are like their pet which I I thought also was like that's such, to me that's such a classic American interpretation of like uh, a monster or whatever it's like well like uh, an animal has to be our pet it's either a pet or we have to kill it like it's yeah. such an American <laughs> sensibility every other culture in the world has like you know has has lore of a balance a balance with these monster a, a monster an animal or whatever not a, in no, america he's a possession it's, yeah he it's a is possession. our our thing to or, do with what we will exactly and that thing is raise the boat out of the water <laughs> and he holds on while. yeah hold. he like ba- he like bears down while the wave hits him and like pete goes like hang in there godzilla. yeah yeah. <laughs> so, yeah hang in there godzilla it's like, he's like i'm fine i live on the water you are the, you are yeah the we're helping you out idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, why doesn't godzilla kill pete is my question <laughs> i feel like though um you know counter argument this might be kind of a throwback to like roman culture because they did have roman and greek culture they they had like the kraken you know and they, they would oh, like yeah, back yeah. the kraken to you know release do their the kraken yeah exactly to uh and but the the kraken once it was released did have a mind of its own it was like a, a creature of chaos yeah. whereas in this it's like godzilla you know is our vacuum so yeah he's our vacuum yeah. exactly he's our roomba Godzilla Roomba. So they, so they, he goes and they, uh, once Godzilla, like Godzilla does this and then Godzilla like l- gets back to his game of checkers or something. He leaves. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, there's this tremor on Pitkin Island. And they get the distress signal from the geologists, uh, one of who is sweating bullets because he was so fucking wrong. <laughs> no, about- shit. Way to go, genius. Let <laughs> I me mean, check those those meters again. Yeah. <laughs> who could have anticipated a volcano yeah. erupting in Alaska? In Alaska at, on in the, the ring of fire. On the, the ring of fire. At the exact moment. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that really made him look like yeah. yeah, you want to say something again, huh? Yeah, yeah. He had like a million year window to be right about this, yeah. and then like the day, it would be the day, <laughs> the day that I said there were there were no active volcanoes. And then Bob follow, he goes, "Well, I mean, at least there's not a giant bird made of fire." Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh man! So what a dumb schmuck, <laughs> dumb fucking schmuck. So then the Calico crew, they find that they they get there somehow very fast uh, i guess they were near the illusions and they uh they see the erupting volcano they they get the, the <laughs> they use calico's hovercraft 
Yeah. yeah. To get safe. <laughs> to save the geologist. Which they tell you. Yeah, they're like in, you, from you, the hovercraft. Yeah, they'll say we'll take the hovercraft. Everything was so literal in this. <laughs> yeah, but you know, in their defense, my dumbass probably needed to know that. Like yeah, back in sure. 1981, when I was watching oh, this the first time. For sure. Also, like this is it's like the number one uh, thing I say when I'm like directing sketches. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you gotta lay everything out. Yeah, People are I dumb. Really like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they get them before they get taken by the lava, and then Blake, who's one of which which one of the Geologist is Blake, the idiot, or the, like the one that hits I thought the idiot. they were saying Blake too, but I, the closed no, captain Blake. said Link. Oh, oh, there's a Link and a Blake. Uh, I don't know. Wouldn't be the first time that. <clears throat> excuse me. Wouldn't be the first time that the captions were uh, off. Oh yeah. Oh the yeah. Ca- oh, the ca- if you a lot of times those captions are auto captions and they're and they're a disaster because there's. Uh, this just happened recently where somebody from. Oh gosh, what was it? I can't remember. Oh, it was the it was that commercial that was like uh, a fake commercial, but it was for the Sandy Hook Promise thing, where they like kids are going back to school, and then like it leads. It's like very mm-hmm. sad and terrifying. But uh, they <laughs> they uh, they released it, and then somebody from like the deaf, like one of the, one of those like foundations was like, "Hey, would you mind putting closed captions on it?" And they were like, "Oh, there's already one on YouTube. It auto did it." And they're like, "Yeah, a lot of times the auto doesn't work unless you guys were <laughs> trying to say." And they like wrote this sentence out and it was like it was like uh school fun time upside down or something like, <laughs> like in the middle of this very serious commercial they're like oh yeah we'll uh fix that yeah yeah so <laughs> Uh, so the uh, so I think his name is Blake because I'm looking at so the, Blake was the, the one um that got it wrong he was the one that went back to the volcano with them. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So Blake's the fucking idiot. The- <laughs> okay. So Blake the tool and Pete the fuckhole. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, they don't go with Pete. Uh, they go off into they. They're gonna go into um, the 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 volcanoes because they're like worried that all this vi- that there's gonna be a chain reaction of volcanoes that'll cause more tidal waves in the world. And so they're like, we need to invest. Quinn and Brock are like, we gotta investigate ways to like stop this. Now, from happening. what the hell were they gonna do? <laughs> What what were they going to find and then do something about that was going to prevent these worldwide tidal waves from the volcanic? She's a doctor scientist. (laughs) Are you doubting Dr. Quinn Derriere? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you got, let's go, let's go. This will lead us to the core. I was like, okay. I believe that this tunnel will lead to the core, but it leads to the core. Why are we going to the core? The like, should we be doing this? Yeah. Why don't we contact like a, a team of ge- geologists yeah. to do that? But Quinn's like, no, listen, I have a degree in all of the sciences. Uh, my scientific training has <laughs> told me nothing could cause this. <laughs> <laughs> so then they go into the tunnel to figure out, uh, and then. A, an eager quote an eager gods godzuki according to wikizilla he follows them and uh and he and <laughs> pete is fucking pissed that is the best adjective to use to describe godzuki is eager, eager. he's just eager he's all the time and that what an annoying 
friend. If you have an eager friend, <laughs> yeah. like, oh gosh, here comes eager Dave. Well, like, so maybe, <laughs> do you think Pete has grounds to stand on then? Yeah, I don't know who I dis- dislike more, like Pete or Godzuki. A little bit more Pete I dislike because Pete's an asshole and Godzuki's yeah. just like, Godzuki's a bumbling dumb fuck that you can't stand, but at least he's like himself. And Pete's constantly like, no, Godzuki, you're doing it wrong, Godzuki. You fucking idiot, Godzuki. You can't come aboard, Godzuki. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, like a, like a, like a entitled little twerp. Like yeah. he, he just has like so much to say about everything. Everything, yeah. He's a little shit. And I, here's the thing. I will say that I think Godzuki's only as eager as he is as a reactionary force to Pete's uh-huh. assholeness. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, a, it, this is a codependent relationship. Mm. Yeah. That's what this is. It's like he's leaning in because he's constantly trying to appease the monster, the true monster that is Pete. Pete By is always going monster. missing yeah. on... A boat that's about 60 feet long. 60, yeah. 60 to 100 to yeah, 60 yeah, feet yeah, long. 60, <laughs> 60 to 600 feet long boat. Godzuki is always turning up missing. Where's Godzuki? Can you imagine yeah. like, like you know, like 10 years into the life of this kid, Pete, as he's like a, an adolescent or like an old man. He's like starting to get like stubble. And he's like, where the fuck is Godzuki? Like just <laughs> pacing around the him. boat. Where the fuck <laughs> is Godzuki? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to make it that to that age because we all know the stories of people that try to keep exotic animals in their homes oh, and then mm-hmm. one day like the chimpanzee turns on him yep. pulls off half his face. Eats his face. That's what I think Godzuki's going to do. Let's and hope. in this world of <laughs> earth eaters and firebirds and Godzillas. Oh yeah. That's not even going to be front page news when, <laughs> when <No. laughs> man is mauled by yeah. A dinosaur, like a like a Godzuki. Yeah, when you have like underground yeah. dwelling <laughs> monsters that are dropping skyscrapers, like one kid losing his face. Yeah, no one gives a shit. Yeah, yeah nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares, buddy. So then the the then so they go into the volcano's core and. The uh, then they're attacked by Firebird. Who he comes out of lava, and he's kind of got this phoenix thing to him. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of like what they're trying to get across. Yeah, and uh, and so he attacks them really because they're in his space. Also, yeah. like he went underground. He's like living his life or her life because it's it lays eggs or wants to lay eggs. But then uh, they Godzuki and Pete. You know he he's going to attack the group, but Godzuki and Pete like s- kind of get in there and and distract, right? Yeah, they they're like we got to help them, we got to distract, right? And then yeah. Godzuki, and then there's this like big dramatic moment where God, they're got to ca- cross this chasm because they came in through another tunnel and they got to fly over the lava pit. Now here's what I liked yeah, this about is, this. This is great. Yeah, like so Godzuki, you know, bumbling dumb fuck, like almost lands into the lava with a kid on his back, which uh, I wish. But yeah. um, he would have survived. Godzuki yeah. would have been fine and Pete would have been a skeleton. Yeah, so we all grew up in this era of like, you know, volcanoes, lava and quicksand. And and lava that we I always played this game when I was a kid when Yeah, lava, it, the ground is lava. The ground is lava. And I wonder if kids today still play the ground is lava because is that on their phone? Yeah, on their yeah, iPhone. iPhone. Yeah, they have like three different games. It's like old man. We have like three different mobile apps that do ground as lava. <laughs> Except we feel like we've things. lost all ability to rip on kids these days because they're doing more for the fucking world than we ever did. Then they're like, well, like the 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 kids only like to play on their phones. Is like, oh no, they were organizing a worldwide climate strike yeah, on their phone. Yeah. We thought they were playing games. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I I, I think kids get a bad rap but i think it's like inherent in our nature to think that like the next generation are like slack asses but right. we weren't 
I don't remember like people my age doing what these kids are doing. Like, yeah, they are straight up like organizing these they big are, protests. Although I don't know, I think like the millennials did. Well, the millennials were really a creative generation, so we yeah. created a lot of this technology. But then it's like that's kind of overwhelming to create and then be like, okay, so what do we do with it? And then they grew up with the technology, so now they're using it for what it should be used yeah. for. Yeah, oh, I- and, and Gen X was a like a protest in generation. We, we, yeah, Gen we X was like, protesting. Yeah, we, they were like, you know, or we were like um, manatees. That was one thing, and that was like the first oh, yeah, time I remember like protested. people going against like corporations. And yeah. The Music was even about like protests to some degree, even though we didn't have like some big thing. It was like pre 9 11, there was no war, act of war. Right. But we were just like fighting everybody. We were fighting like our parents. Fighting the power. Oh, fighting- yeah. yeah. What was Rage Against the Machine protesting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everything. Yeah. Was, are I, you guys Gen X or you're so you're Gen X, Mark? Just- so here's the thing. I. I guess I would be Gen X, but I identify with millennials. Like I all the all the like crotchety bitterness that that people have against millennials, I don't have. And everything that they're on board with, I'm like, yeah, I get it. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm on board with that shit. Even though like you know they're annoying, like everyone else is annoying. But sure. I'm not. I don't like hate them for their culture. Like I don't blame anything on them. I'm like, yeah, man, we're all just it, this is life. Like everything kind of moves on. The old right. generation and the shitty ways they did things is new now, and this mm-hmm. is how the new generation handles things. Mm-hmm. And they've inherited this earth. Like I get it i totally understand that and that's how i identify even though i think i'm like outside the window by like four or five years oh uh, yeah that's yeah. Bad. yeah i'm i'm like squarely in millennial and i am a hundred percent a millennial yeah. and then i tried to challenge that to a friend the other day i was like am i and he goes Haley, you came down to get a drink with me while holding a skateboard deck <laughs> i was like Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, same. Like I had avocado toast, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I I, I have seen the shitty think pieces, but it's delicious. It's fucking delicious. Can and I also just enjoy the, the house think bullshit? These fucking that that argument about millennials like misspending their money. Uh, give me give me a fucking yeah, break. Yeah, in right. a, a millennial, it doesn't matter how old you are. A millennial is just someone that is like one second younger than you that you don't like. <laughs> that's like that's like the big that's sweeping so criticism of millennials. Millennials, he says, that do like, some, yeah, they do something differently than you. But like, you can look back at the older generation, like the boomer generations, like milkshakes. What is it? You're getting a scoop of ice cream, and paying six bucks for that? You fucking idiot! Like, yeah, you, exactly. you can get say, a house instead. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. These all these fucking, uh, uh, you know, this new generation spending all their money on milkshakes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the same shit. It's, it's the a, same shit. Every generation the has their old, mm-hmm. their old crotchety people who look down and blame the new generation. Oh, all these kids, they are ruining everything. And now they just, it's just they have the internet now, so they can really like the boomers figured out how to post yeah and so it's like all in caps of course (laughs) (laughs) fuck this generation we need to make the internet more hostile to boomers like just i don't know (laughs) i don't know what i don't know what it is like more just more more like just like more i don't know um cody i think we should put more codes on things so that they get like they have a trouble like every little every time we put a little bit of a hurdle in their way like they they a lot of them fall off yeah like snapchat yeah, Snapchat. They, Snapchat can't do it. they intentionally made that app to be obfuscated so that older older people couldn't figure it out. Really? That's wow. Yeah. That's why they did they it. Didn't, yeah, they didn't add any kind of documentation mm-hmm. or anything like that because they knew kids would spread, kids spread how to use apps like mimetically. And the same thing yeah. with old video games like, oh, you got to use this code, like the Contra code. I don't remember ever reading it, but I knew it by heart just because right. my friends would tell me. And that's the same or thing I knew with how Snapchat. To get like the site the, to the site for the Mortal Kombat special moves and stuff. Yeah. But it was like you had to know somebody that got like because it was it was like a long 
web address. Basically. Yeah. Anyway, Godzilla. Godzilla uh, <laughs> they kids these days. So anyway, the the okay, so then the uh they all get back to the uh they, they make it over the chasm, right? They make it over the chasm. Pete unfortunately survives and they get back they get back to the calico and then but they're but the firebird is in hot pursuit. So uh Majors calls Godzilla because what else could they do? There's yeah. only one thing that can handle this and in this case that's true the uh godzilla so because firebird can fi- can fly it starts you know then that's pretty good match then godzilla like stumbles off a cliff yeah also what's with godzilla's roar in this show oh, <laughs> so i got like me like really projectile vomiting i like, got so i brought in i brought in godzilla's roar. <laughs> i brought in some, some roars for comparison because yeah. I, I i thought okay you know what let's compare godzilla's roar in this series to some of his classic roars so i got two of the classic <laughs> roars and then the third one let's see if you can tell the difference here it is okay classic All right it's like we we lost a roar stevens get in here and give us a roar it just sounds like i don't know how to roar like a very like a very guttural old man just like into like belting into the mic i'm like i think it sounds like like there was one time i got the stomach flu really bad and i remember like i vomited so hard that it like it brought this sound from my gut and it was literally that it was like you (laughs) are a natural star Haley. that's that's what it is it's like even your vomit sounds like a professional like cartoon voiceover yeah (laughs) this this godzilla roar this the roar they put in this cartoon, it sounds like someone is just enunciating the word roar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> roar. The director's like, Fuck. he's like, yeah. that's what it says on the page. Like, well, yeah. well, we didn't get the rights for the real yeah. roar. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, one take good? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Got it. Let's go. So, so Godzilla falls off a cliff and the Firebird like gets out and like rallies. So, and then he's going to go for the Arctic and they're like, do you have any idea what a bird that hot's gonna do to the arctic so wait a minute there there so there's we see one and they only acknowledge that there's one firebird yet this is going to lead to millions of firebirds that are going to destroy like wreak havoc on the whole world they're like they know that it's a girl they know that it's going to go lay eggs in the the arctic where you would as a firebird sure sure yes keep those eggs nice and cold (laughs) (laughs) it's like we like how many endangered species that that we have like maybe 10,000 of yeah and we we can't get two pandas to screw each other but this one firebird is going to create a million firebirds yeah and it's like yeah is ace actually reproduce yeah really they should be interested but they're like look at how much damage he's going to do and like literally just Let's just recap. This firebird has done nothing unprompted. Mm. He's actually just, or she has actually just really lived her life. Yeah. And and now they're like, no, we don't want more firebirds. And it's like, why? It seems like she's doing a fine. She's just living her life. So they get up there and they start fighting again in the Arctic. And like starts, and you see that firebird like makes the water warmer. And then Godzuki, then Godzuki bumbles in, mm-hmm. and 
this is the part where I was talking about where they roar at each other for an extremely long time to allow Godzuki to have like his his moment uh, as as Wikizilla says after some whimsical interference from Godzuki. (laughs) (laughs) So then they end up in the water. And the firebird like freaks out and he goes into this underwater cave because uh, he's like freaked out. Right. Right. And which is funny because it's like that seems like that could be a great place to lay eggs. That was the yeah. first thing I thought it was like sure. safe place because Godzilla then puts a rock in there. Yeah. He just seals them up, seals them up. And I was like, great. Lay eggs and then hibernate. Like and then yeah. you guys can all bust out. It's just a rock. Just was a rock. the presumption that the firebird was now contained somewhere where it wouldn't do any harm or we have successfully like suffocated the firebird i think it's that he's like caged off i think the idea is that he's caged off and so he can't do any more harm yeah but he came out of a volcano yeah yeah (laughs) like a rock is gonna stop yeah she's a survivor yes especially when i get my million eggs hatched we're all busting out here we're all gonna bust out we're gonna fucking roll that like we're gonna hit you in the head with that fucking rock as soon as you come out it makes no sense the firebird's like molten rock no problem oh no solid rock my weakness (laughs) (laughs) it's so ridiculous and then because uh because Godzuki charged into the cave that they ended up having to fly across and he ended up saving Pete's life. Then Pete does the thing that we heard earlier where he's just like fucking punishing. And he's like says you have to be punished. Yeah. And he doesn't get to be in the boat. So it's like he like he comes in for he's like coming in for a landing and he's like, no, you're coming in too fast. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, you have to stay out there. And he like gets stuck in the water and he's just like sadly looking like fuck Pete. Here's the line again at the tail here. I got at the tail end of this clip. Are you ever going to learn? You know I have to punish you. You can't come back on the boat. No, you can't come aboard. Man, wow, fuck this kid, Jesus. dude. Man. Who, who entitled Damn, you? colonizers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Controlling it. Jesus. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like I, I, I'm just trying to get on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome for saving your ass yeah. earlier, Pete. In great. Yeah. He's like hanging off the side of the boat, like being dragged by yeah. the boat. Oh, it's God. like, man, um, what a what a by, by the way who who invited fucking Pete on the boat? First of all, you're a kid. Shut up. Yeah. Like just can you not? So eventually, you find out that Pete is Quinn's nephew. That's oh, a, she, oh. he he calls her um, oh, Aunt Quinn Aunt in a Quinn. later episode. Oh, that's so a he's the bumbling nephew mm-hmm. of yeah. Quinn, just like Godzuki's the bumbling nephew of Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, so everybody, so this helps. So then adults are looking at Pete like he's a bumbling fucking idiot, and we just don't acknowledge it. But guys, can we just like th- this is nothing more like literally you got Pete's dragon and they named this kid Pete and they gave him a dragon. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this cannot be more ha- heavy handedly. It's a rip off of Pete's dragon. That's all and it he is. Lo- he looks like Pete, right? He looks like Pete. Yeah, he, he has the blonde hair. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just Hanna-Barbera being like, oh, uh, the kids like that Pete's dragon Disney movie <laughs> with the invisible dragon. Let's, um, let's capitalize on that so shit. That's stupid. all it is. It's true. And so then, so so that closes out that episode and Godzilla smiles twice in the episode, by the way, which yeah. is <laughs> yeah. which is a, uh, a thing that doesn't really happen again. So, but they, they that's a little trivia for you. So let's move on to the Earth Eater, episode two. Well, first of all, what do we think of that first episode? Do we like it? Uh, I thought it was bonkers. Really hated Godzuki. Really hated Pete. 
Um, if you had taken everything out and kind of made this a little bit more serious instead of uh, whimsically stupid, I think I would have enjoyed it. I liked Godzilla's animation a lot. I thought he was really yeah, cool. Yeah, I thought he was cool. And the other big big uh, point, and I don't think people notice or pay attention to this as much, but I think they did an excellent job of the background animations, especially in the ocean. The yeah. tsunami part, like the tsunami, as it was coming up, you could see the shading they put into it. So they, they actually paid attention to like the shadow of the tsunami, which gave it some depth. I, I thought that they did an excellent job with the animation. The rest is like, uh, you know, classic Hanna-Barbera, um, goofy uh, talk animations and things like that. But um, I mean, I wasn't bored and I continued to want to watch it like mindlessly. I could like to right. watch this and tune out. So it was it was fun. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I felt similarly. I really enjoyed it. I thought it, uh, I hate I just hated Pete. He was the only one I didn't like. Yeah. But then I liked I, I thought it was I thought it was fun. I thought it was like a great classic 70s cartoon. So it, taken in the context, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Well, first of all, you know, I love Brock. Yeah. Yeah. Brock's great. <laughs> OK. So apart from that, I, I loved it, especially like like it gets you in it tells you every single thing mm-hmm. that you need to know this thing and then like then the next thing happens and then like oh no how are we gonna do this oh we're gonna call godzilla and then i thought i thought it was like i hate to say it, it's like perfectly written cartoon it's goofy yeah it's wild. but it but it does the job a it get, good it gets structure you to the places really yeah yeah, like, yeah. It's, it, just, it's like wish fulfillment all the way yeah. for like a kid and yeah stuff. It, it did hit all the notes and you, you it did it at the right time too yeah. right right so let's go on to so now going into earth eater uh this one kicks off with another earthquake yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh and underground we see that there's a giant monster who looks like he's maybe made out of gears uh, almost like a, yeah. if a construction site came to life yeah. Uh, yeah. It's and a little Transformers-y. Yeah. The episode opens with just skyscrapers literally just falling into holes. Yes. Like a sinkhole sort like of thing. Like sinkholes, yeah. yeah. And so he, yeah, he looks kind of like, he looks, he looks kind of like a stegosaurus made out of a construction site and trash. Yeah. And trash. and trash with any of his little antennas. And he, and he chomps on like dirt and trash. Mm-hmm. And so he uh that's that's scary for everybody in San Francisco. Well luckily the calico happens to be pulling right into pulling right the into SF <laughs> Bay baby. <yeah. laughs> how and, many how many like San Francisco references are you going to fit in? Like we get it. It's San Francisco. You got the Golden Gate Bridge first establishing yeah. yeah. but then they had like Powell Street and then they had Fisherman's yeah, Wharf. They show, yeah. Like they show the cross streets. Yeah, the like, cross streets constantly it's like we get it. You're in San Francisco. We get I it. Wanted them to go down Lombard Street. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I, yeah. I thought for sure this was going to end on Lombard Street. I thought so too, like just going, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then for some reason the Golden Gate Bridge can't handle one-way traffic of cars. <laughs> yeah, it's that like, was that. that bridge isn't going to hold that with, was... with all those cars on there. It's like, you mean half of the, the lane filled with cars? Yeah, that was, like, yeah that, what a terribly built bridge. Yeah. That's a, they're, and by the way, they're like sailing in for Quinn to give a speech at a science convention. Yeah. Yes. Like, they, like Quinn couldn't just fly in. They're <laughs> going to sail her in, apparently, ostensibly from Alaska. Uh, which is also, by the way, like a very, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's a lot of vomit there, right there. Those are like rough seas all the way down. Yeah. So they go, uh, they they see 
they they see that oh by the way brock and pete are looking for godzuki who's just been like swimming around he's been splashing and then they see that the the city's being evacuated right. and then they that's when they see the golden gate is that it's filled with fleeing people and on the one side it's going to make the bridge unstable <laughs> yeah. which is like holy shit this bridge never should have been approved for Man, if only some uh en- engineers had uh, thought this ahead of time and and like planned for that many cars being on the bridge <laughs> In yeah. one one way traffic, <laughs> but they didn't. But they Godzilla, didn't. Godzilla, only one person. Could- <laughs> yeah. So Godzilla comes and then he removes a section of the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, this will this will uh, save these cars, I guess, and fuck everyone else. Also, he knows exactly what to do. Exactly, that's you know? what I was thinking. He's like, oh, he just wakes up from whatever he's doing. He looks around, and say, like, oh, okay, all right, I see what's going on here. It <laughs> just like grabs a section of the bridge and like brings it to Marion County. Godzilla was doing his Sunday jumble. Yeah. And then he's like, oh no, I gotta go up there save them and by the way godzilla's design is a little uh i mean i do like it but he also has like um star of david's on his on his back what his spine yeah his, he does yeah his his actual spines when he comes up out of water you'll see he has like these uh stars of david on his back wow yeah, pretty interesting he's got it wow look for it look so godzilla so, he celebrates hanukkah yeah <laughs> he's a godzilla's a mensch he's a, he's he's a, a mensch. mensch he's coming in and helping <laughs> uh so then uh he he puts the the piece of bridge on a hill and oh yeah i saw it there uh man also godzilla really like this is where he starts really looking like they make him look like a kind of a man like they make him really like they humanize a lot of his features so now um yeah exactly his like major pecs and so then san francisco's deserted and they're like the calico crew is like well let's go and fucking investigate and then they see all these sinkholes from the earth eater and uh and they're like that <laughs> that debunks their theory of the earthquake right and then they go into into it and this is where we get the great dr quindariere line yeah dr the, quindariere here, here what to make a tunnel this big my scientific training tells me nothing <laughs> <laughs> no Amer- you know I, I, I hate to nitpick like it's a cartoon but it's just like the city is empty they all got across that bridge and and it's like no emergency for, uh, like response at all no military response at all he's there i was thinking like the calico in the rock like they sent like f-18s to kill ed harris (laughs) at alcatraz and it's just like now we have an earth eater everybody's out (laughs) the homeless people the forget like every every single everybody had the means to get the out of the city yep. once that they all had to go came. they all had to go right down fisherman's war <laughs> did i ever tell you guys my my the rock story no uh oh, no. so it's it's like tragic and funny at the same time so when the my grandfather who i was extremely close with died suddenly in the middle of the night when i was like 13 and the and the next day and they lived up the block from us so we were really close to them and my mom is an only child so she was obviously devastated and so and i have two big brothers and so i think like somewhere in the day she was like uh she gave like she told my dad she's like you need to get the kids out like you guys all need to go somewhere because i need to be sad like alone and deal with stuff so my dad's like oh oh okay so this is like dead in the middle of the day it's like one o'clock or something so he takes us to the movie theater and it's just like what's there right because nothing's planned yeah and they're like the only thing that was about to show was the rock oh no (laughs) so 
So I'll never forget that it was like my experience with The Rock was like my dad and three very sad kids oh watching and trying to Classic Mr. Mom situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do I do? It was so it's like, here's a nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, exactly. It's like, here's stuff we go. It was like so, I remember being so disembodied watching yeah. it and being like, this is kind of a fun movie. Oh my God, my grandpa's dead. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like, was that with Sean Connery? That, yeah, that was, Sean yeah. Connery and Nick Cage. So you're watching like just a bunch of like covert people like trying to they were trying to sneak out of a prison out Alcatraz? of Alcatraz yeah, yeah. sneak in sneak in gonna oh, break, sneak break in, in. yeah that's the... right break who breaks into a prison and you're just in like grandpa, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so sad well for, I'm sorry I, I mean, we're kind of like laughing but I'm sorry that's no no it's I mean yeah. it is it's tragically funny like yeah. looking back on it it's just really funny to imagine like just these like somebody else sitting in the theater and being like what's wrong with that family <laughs> just watching uh-huh. the rock so anyway so now now they go into uh this they go into this tunnel that as I said before resembles a colon um and they uh and then they get they see that there's all these other holes, and that's when we reveal the Earth Eater to them. And he cuts off their exit and he attacks. And then, but just in time, Captain Majors shines the Jeep's headlights. Out. That's right. He's like, I got an idea. Turn around, and he t- and he hits the. Uh, by the way, this is like an old school Jeep too, where yeah. the high, the high, the high beams button was like on the floor, like next to the brakes. Yeah, was that was that really a thing? That was yeah. My it dad has really. Yeah, my dad has a Jeep, an old army Jeep, and those army Jeeps have the uh, the high beams, the, like a kind of a a metal switch that you kind of hit with your yeah. foot. So yeah, they That's they shine. So the, interesting. Mm-hmm. And he just suspected, like I like I got a theory. Uh, you know, the the non scientist like I got a theory. This this thing's gonna be scared of light, like real ballsy. Yeah. So he shines light. Of course, it works, and the creature backs off. I don't know why, because it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter because <laughs> yeah, it goes yeah. it goes underground for two seconds, and then it, it springs right. Then comes it comes back, back up. up. Yeah, because Doctor Doctor Quinn, medicine derriere, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she has she comes up with this idea that's a pretty good idea that has smoke canisters with uh tranquilizers in it yeah. so that they they're like if we put those in all the sinkholes it'll just put him to sleep and then you know that way it'll stop him and we can then figure out a better solution right. instead the smoke canisters piss him off which makes him come up and now he doesn't have a problem with the light anymore and i'm telling you guys i rewound this like four times to be like <laughs> wait did they justify and they don't do it until way after they just go like after he's been running around for like a solid minute they're like oh he's getting used to light yeah yeah <laughs> and i was like that was thrown in that Again, was 100 yeah. percent thrown in. I, I like those one sentence explanations because i feel like you can you can do a lot of legwork with one sentence yeah that's true and then now now we're rolling we don't need anything special this is like i guess but i think that could have been a two second thing where he comes up and he shields his eyes for a second and then he like we see something in his eye. that's where do the animation could that be. costs Haley, yeah, I do. To animate all of that stuff. Honestly, no, yeah. you can just, <laughs> just, just, have a, just have them like, like, like pay lip service to it. Yeah, his eyes, his eyes are getting fine. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. He's an earthy. I stand by it. I stand yeah. by it. Two <laughs> seconds. They could have done one second of animation for that. Well, they got to. <laughs> like running over the budget like $50. Yeah. It's like, you know what we can do with those $50? Yeah. Get snacks. Yeah. <laughs> so then he calls out to, he's like, he wants to kill the Calico crew. And then Godzuki calls out Godzilla. Oh, that's right. They're like this time. Now we know that um, uh, Godzuki can call Godzilla because he's going to call Godzilla with his howl. That's like, 
Yeah, which again, really stupid. And I, <laughs> I thought like, well, if you could have Godzuki just do it the whole time, why even rely on the stupid machine that you, you built? It's got a button. Yeah, it's got a button. <laughs> and and the, the power. The, the part it. when Captain he dis- Majors has to have all the fucking all power. The power. When he <laughs> discovers it's no longer on his utility belt, he yeah. looks shocked. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> must have fallen off when we were digging up uh, dipshit Luke. Or yeah, Pete, yeah, Pete. yeah. yeah. Immediately shifts the blame. Yeah, yep. what a dip. Yeah, he really. This is really some like white guy bullshit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like both Pete and Captain Majors are easily the worst two. You know what? I just I just called Pete Luke because he reminds me of young Anakin. That's oh, what he looks like. He does. Yeah, yeah. He's like young Anakin Skywalker. That's what this kid is. That's what he looks like. Yeah, that except, is true. Except Pete, because they're again capitalizing on Disney's uh, Pete Magic Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> So then uh, they they get into a cable car uh, and Godzuki gets on top and they start going and then uh, uh, Brock tries to like hit the brakes, but they're going too fast because Godzuki's weight has put too much momentum on like caused too much momentum. Uh, So again, everything is fucking Godzuki's fault. I guess they shit on this poor fucking Godzuki. Leave him alone, man. And so then Earth Eater uses he has sound waves that he can do from his like antennas. Yeah, sonar or something. Um, yeah. What's the, is that what they use for pregnancies? What's that called? Ultrasound. Called? Ultrasound. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it ultrasound? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, that is technically sonar, isn't it? It's a wave yeah. projection, right? Yeah. So he's some kind of sonar, and uh, you know, to to destroy bricks and bring things down. Yeah, and then also he stuns Godzilla here. Which we didn't even talk about. Godzilla has laser beams. Oh, yeah, that's right. Godzilla <laughs> I think, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I can't believe we skipped over that because I was yeah. going to ask. I was like, does he have laser eyes in anything else? He most certainly does not. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> he does not. Well, I'm just going to say that this is canon now. This is canon. Yeah, I mean, he has laser eyes. Like in Shin Godzilla, he's got laser spines, he's got laser tail, he's got laser mouth, he's got, I mean, everything, laser's coming mm-hmm. out of every orifice except yeah. for his eyes. So th- in this one, they're like, yeah, fuck it, yeah. give him uh, lasers out of his eyes, too. <laughs> there you go, exactly. I thought it was cool. Yeah, well, you know what else, Godzilla, actually, it's really interesting. He's like, it's like reverse laser eye surgery. Yeah. So he can <laughs> shoot the lasers out of his eyes. So his side project is actually as a uh, retinal surgeon. Uh. That's right, <laughs> can you imagine that gaze on a date though <laughs> wow really hitting off with Godzilla my eyes were on fire <laughs> yeah they, they they should summon him for uh, emergency LASIK yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how Godzilla is so rich you I have 2200 his... vision the only way to solve this Godzilla <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> roar <laughs> That's why I can't believe we skipped over that. So yeah, guys, he has laser eyes. And then uh he so he's like part Superman now. And then uh he joins the Calico crew uh after he got stunned because the the Earth Eater like escapes for a minute. And then he like joins the Calico crew and they're like, We'll find him together. And then to everyone's surprise and not to ours. <laughs> Because it's an established set, and why would they build a new one? He's on top of the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. got to recycle. <laughs> yeah, the, so then use that that's where the laser eyes come in major handy. I so the Golden Gate Bridge was not destroyed when Godzilla like snagged a half, like a section out of it, and 
Apparently not. Apparently it was like a Lego. They were like, yeah, (laughs) screw it. Kids are stupid. Like get them. Also, there's a there's a part here where the the monster like mugs at the camera, (laughs) where where he's he's just eating rocks and then he turns and looks directly into the camera and then walks on. I'm like, what is uh what was Hanna Barbera doing? Like, was that a choice or was it an accident? Because some of the animation definitely feels like pretty floaty. Yeah. Well, I think I think uh, I think it was a choice. I don't know. Sure, why not? I think it was a choice. And some I mean, of it they was don't change the pupil directions ever. No, but so it's bizarre that the animation choices Hanna Barbera made in some of these because um, in some of it it was it seems like so cheaply done, but in others they went way over the over the board with their animation. Like they didn't have to have so many frames of the canister falling down. They didn't have to have it rotate. And then well, they have a, a scene with this uh, underground monster, the the dirt eater, where he gets up and kind of like twists back and forth for no reason. I'm like, that's expensive animation, yeah. right? For nothing <laughs> yeah they do they do like movement shots on godzilla sometimes too yeah what, what it seems like is that there were like a like three like maybe three or four different animation teams and they literally like animated each part by minute i this think you're like, actually i think they did it by sequence probably yeah and i think you're absolutely right I some, think like they, some of them is just like oh yeah we'll make him this big because he's underground and then this one is just like oh he's the same size as godzilla because yep. they're like fighting and now they're taller than the buildings yeah my guess would be that they had different teams animating by sequence yeah. and yeah. uh so whatever like a sequence in animation would be like a a chunk of action that usually involves like a choice by the character and so it's you know, one to two minutes uh yeah it'd be about two minutes in a 22 minute episode so if you put your top team on certain parts you're gonna get the really nice animation and when you put your baby teams on certain parts you're gonna get you know solid green background yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly so so that's probably i think that's a good theory uh mark and so then they we get into this battle um on the on the bridge godzilla's eye lasers are really put into focus i am great oh my god they love it. And the guy's pulling his dick out. Put it away, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just let me know it's not for me. That's what he always says. It's not for you. Uh, so then Godzuki like comes in and distracts too. And like Godzilla helps save the day from like because they fly other cable car flies up and Godzilla like stops it from like flying into the sea. I think. Yeah. yeah um, I don't know. And then this is the best. The eventually the bridge collapses and he falls the ear theater falls into the bay and turns to mud the end yeah he turns to mud like oh who knew water was his weakness yeah they say water was his natural oh he's made of dirt yeah so he's turned to mud water is his natural enemy it's the natural enemy it was, it yeah, yeah, and I was like all right they just they just needed to like wrap this up yeah well I eat flesh and I'm made of flesh yeah it doesn't and i would burn like flesh if i was set on fire it's like oh okay well maybe maybe he is made out of dirt and mud yeah i, I just noticed another san francisco reference another sign in the back says oakland bay bridge oh yeah that's like, right they made sure to show that yeah like we get it man I wonder if the team was up there they had to have been they're like let's really uh you know wink wink this is one of those things where um maybe there was something really hot about san francisco around this time that they were sense. throwing all these references to 
But yeah, so you have him uh, collapse, and then they have a joke at the end where he, you know, he says, "Oh, he's turned to mud." It's like I don't want to hear that word ever again. It's like, well, tough shit. You're a scientist. Like, what are you? Yeah, <laughs> you don't have a choice. Like, what the? Fuck? You're a, you're a geologist. You're a geologist. You have to deal with mud. Sometimes. Yeah, it's your job. And uh, and some fun facts. So then they like he he muds out, and that's pretty much it. Uh, and uh. T- uh, by the way, Ted Cassidy was the voice of uh, Godzilla, Roar! and he died the next year. Wow. He died in 1979. So that's uh, a little interesting fact. Also, this was translated into Japanese. It was played by TV Tokyo. It was also on NBC. Uh, and I know for a fact that it played around the world because we're going to eventually have, for some other episodes, our buddy Oscar, who grew up watching this uh, cartoon in Colombia. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So cool. that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. What do we think of this episode? Um, I you know I felt about the same as the first one. I thought <laughs> Godzuki's piece of sh- just like a bumbling idiot, and um, you know, pizza piece of shit, and the animation is you know uh, spotty. But um, yeah, I had fun with it. I it's mindless. I can turn this on yeah. and just enjoy it. And I you know what I will say this. I was not disappointed with Godzilla himself. I thought Godzilla they did a pretty good job. The lasers were weird, but I'm on board. And uh, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. Mark? I liked it. I liked the, I, I love the specifics of uh, San Francisco. I was like really on board with that. Um, another thing that you kind of learn in this episode, people are used to Godzilla apparently because as soon as he yeah. comes out of the water, somebody's like, hey, it's Godzilla. He'll save us. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, he's you like know, part like, of the world. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's a he's a hero in this world. And they're not starstruck. Right. Like, I like, I would be freaking out. Even if I knew that Godzilla existed, when I, if I finally saw him, I would be like, it would be the only thing that I talked about for like the next Absolutely. Yeah. I'd be like, this, 10 is, years. this is the biggest deal ever. Yeah. Ever. Uh, yeah, no, I completely agree. Also, this was, uh, I, I enjoyed this. I thought this one was uh, super fun as well. Uh, I think I liked it as much as the other one. And uh, also, this the series is one of the few instances where Godzilla's green. Yeah, is, that's true. Yeah. yeah so, uh, and it looks like Hanna-Barbera, the... I I knew they were in Burbank, but I didn't know if they did have something in in uh, San Francisco. Somebody must have just been from San Francisco because they their old studios were on Coenga Boulevard in, uh. in the Valley. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this was this was spectacular. What a yeah. what a what a joyous revisiting, <laughs> and also with the cereal, this was perfect. This was great yeah, Mark, cereal, yeah. thank you for Very bringing enjoyable. the cereal. Yeah, thank you, Mark. So, Mark, before we go, we always like to ask our guests. Uh, what their kaiju would be. So what is the Mark Wooten kaiju? And our, our fans will draw it. And they really will. <laughs> we have some really great artists out there that draw. Okay. Uh, the yeah. I, I, you know, first of all, I, um, I think this is, I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop being influenced by like one of my favorite, like uh, uh, toy line Zoids. So it's a, it's, a, it's very it's very influenced by that. So like so I imagine, Zoids? oh Zoids, they're like uh, they're like animal like mecha. Oh, cool. That you like you know put together, and then oh, there's right. like a I little cartoon yeah. they right fight each other. Yeah, and um, but I just imagine like being like a like Godzilla shaped like with the you know big haunches and long tail and everything like but big and lumbering. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I want my kaiju to to come from China, like be super massive. I, I like there's like they they built like the biggest like particle collider or something there. Oh, so yeah. it's just like that's like their atomic thing. So like, I love and it. his his super weapon, like his main offensive weapon, is just like this particle beam. Oh, cool. And uh, and like when he lines up, this like the particle builds up, and it's just like a city killer. Cool. Like it's I just like a that. big like like Dragon Ball Z style like destroy everything. I love that. That's, That's really fantastic. cool. So, so is it like dragon like then? Yeah, is okay. he's he's dragon like like Godzilla, uh-huh. but like big and like more lumbering, like super slow. Very. And cool. He has like the the one yeah the weapon. particle weapon. And what would do you have a name for it, or do you do you have an idea? I uh, like well, I named him after myself. Um, uh, I I. Was in a Chinese class like ages ago, and uh, Daka, that's his name. And it, it, uh, so that's the name that I was given by my Chinese. Cool. Oh, that's but the, cool. like, it translates into, like, you know, something that's, you know, it's like big I forgot you just ability, mentioned. big power. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Cool, yeah. Oh, I love that. So, so guys, uh, please draw that up. What's his name again? Daka? Daka. Daka. D A K A? Yeah. D A K A. D-A-K-E. D-A-K-E. Okay, awesome. So draw that up and uh, and make sure to tweet it at us at zero, Z-E-R-O underscore Godzilla. And uh, Mark, where can people find you? Uh, right now, I am writing on Maud. So you can come see me first Wednesday of uh, every month, summer of. At UCB at Sunset. At UCB Sunset. In LA, yeah. baby. Uh, any, any social medias or are you... Uh, a little private. Yeah, no. A little private wound. Not. I'm, I'm, I'm Gen X. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll send it to you. We'll send yeah. it to you. Well, you can follow me at Haley Mancini. And I'm at Maddox Rules. And, uh, and to take us out, I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm going to read all of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons that were de- that were done at the same time as Godzilla. Oh, yes. yeah. Ready? You can even play the music over it if you want. Harlem Globetrotters, Josie and the Pussycats, Where's Huddy- Huddles, The Pebbles and Bam Bam Show, Help, It's the Hair Bear Bunch, The <laughs> Fant- the Funky Phantom, The Amazing Chan and the Chan Clan, Wait Until Your Father Gets Home, The Flintstone Comedy Hour, The Roman Holidays, C-Lab 2020, The New Scooby-Doo Movies, Josie and the Pussycats in Outer Space, uh, Charlotte's Web, Speed Buggy, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids, Yogi's Gang, Super Friends, Goober and the Ghost Chasers, Inch High, Private Eye, Genie, The Addams Family, Hong Kong Fui, Devlin, Partridge Family, 2200 AD. These are the days. Family of the Dinosaurs, Wheelie of the Chopper Bunch, The Tom and Jerry Show, The Great great Grape Ape Show, The Mumbly Cartoon Show, The Scooby-Doo Show, Dino Mutt, Dog Wonder, Captain Caveman, and the Teen Angels Clue Club, (laughs) Jabberjaw, Laugh Olympics, CB Band, The Robotics, Stooges, The All-New Super Friends Hour, the all-new Popeye Hour, Yogi's a Space Race, Galaxy Goof-Ups, Buford's and the Galloping Ghosts, Challenge the Super Friends, Jane in the Jungle, the new Fred and Barney Show, Casper and Angels, the new Shmoo, the Super Globe Trotter, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, and the world's greatest Super Friends. Whoa. You didn't name one that I have Holy not cow. seen. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen every one of those. <laughs> hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>